Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Roundtable Podcast with Miles, Joe, and Zach. You can find us on Twitter at PodRoundtable. Feel free to DM us with any content ideas or anything of the like. Hope you guys enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Roundtable Podcast. We are fully loaded today. Miles, Joe, Zach, and special guest, Miles' brother, Jack. What's going on, everybody? There's too many acts here. Act. Act. Jack. Zach, I was thinking Jack. that. I was, like, driving over, and in my head, I was thinking, like, welcome to the Roundtable Podcast with Miles, Joe, Zach, and Jack. <laughs> it works. That's, Jack should be a staple, because then we can just do that. That works, like, really well. I'm down. I'm, just like I'm a really, always free. Just, like, a really awkward, like, episodes where Jack's here. Like, the first, like, audio bit where we have it, like, Miles pre-recorded with the music. And then just, and just like, awkward clock. Jack. So, Hall of Fame catcher Phil. I was just going to say, God damn it, not Phil Necro. Anyway, so um, we're going to be talking NBA today. It's going to be not really abbreviated, but it's not going to be an hour long one, probably half hour or so. <laughs> or two hours. Or or not two hours. Like, uh, Me and Dello went off the Jello. rails, man. De- Jello. Dello. Shout out Dello. Um, Dello Jello shots. So, guys, what are we, uh, we'll start Celtics. What are we thinking of the Celtics so far? That could be Christmas. That can be Bucks game. That could be overarching thoughts. Like, whatever. I don't know. What are, what are the season um, thoughts so far? I guess since I'm the new one here, I'll, I guess I'll go first and just Jack's initiation. Say yes. my say my piece. Um, I actually think, and I've talked to Miles about this a lot. Um, I actually think that the Celtics are being slept on a little bit by like, um, media as a whole, but also like local NBA media and stuff state. like that. Um, I just think it's, I think it is because uh, Kemba's not here yet. So I think a lot of people are like, oh, well, wait for Kemba, wait for Kemba. But I don't, I, I don't think people see that Tatum and Brown are, can be like really good fucking players, like really good player. And I think they showed that in the first game, albeit uh, Tatum having like a bad first half or whatever against the Bucks. Two games in a row now. Yeah. Yeah. He's been it's been pretty rough. But I, I do think I, I think Kemba will help, obviously. I mean, he can be a third option easily. Yeah. Like he doesn't have to score 25 points a game, you know, like you can take 18, 19 An efficient points. 18 a game would be a godsend. Exactly. Because and if you, I don't mean to cut you off, no, but yeah. speak, speaking of the 18, guess who, like they had Tatum, they had Brown gave him 33 against Milwaukee. Tatum gave him 30. And then guess where the other, guess what the third option was? T giving them an efficient 19. Just give, and T's not going to do that every night, but guess what? Kemba can. Right. So if you just give, if Kemba can give you like an efficient, 17 to 20 taking like cons- like mostly threes um just like playing off of Tatum and Brown cuz Brown's pick and roll handling has like seemingly improved now he's like making nice reads out of the pick and roll um if that could be like if that's legit and Kemba can play off ball a lot that I mean that would work perfectly yeah like, and I, I and I don't want to like ramble for too long but no it's it's that's my thing go ahead it's a staple um, here but I, I I do think speaking of Teague and Thompson, I think they've shown so far what they can do. I mean, two veteran, I you know Teague's not. I don't think he deserved his All Star. I hate how people keep breaking. Well, he was an All Star <laughs> one boy. Please, with that we have a, we have a Teague hater here. It, well, I I fuck with him. Like I I really <laughs> like him. I I didn't think he would drop nineteen his first game with us. But I mean, even in the preseason, he was really good. But um, I, I think that they're gonna be really good and. Um, 
I, I like the the tall the tall lineup that they've been showing so far. I think that that's like gonna work because I think you have to face so many bigs now, which yeah. isn't uh, surprising to say because before it was you know space the floor, you know guards everywhere, three point shooting and all that. But now you have Bam, Embiid, Giannis, AD, Jokic, all those guys. You so. gotta be yeah, you gotta be able to d up on exactly. big guys. So I, you know, you're about to say something. No, uh, I mean. I was actually going to, I will say, um, I really, the more I watch him, I really like Grant Williams as much as like, I hated watching him take as many threes as he did. Um, I just think he's like the more and more he plays, like he had an amazing pass to Tatum. Yeah. The, the, the cutting pass against Brooklyn. It was beautiful. Like, I mean, I don't know. You, there's like things where you, you can't teach those things, but it's like Keith Smith said just, that, was, that was like an Al Horford type of set where yeah. they, used to, they used to run Al Horford on uh, fake dribble handoffs, which he did a bunch, and then they used to run. Um, obviously, we all knew that Horford was the hub of the offense, but Horford could just slide pocket passes to like cutting whatever it be Tatum Brown, like whoever. So if Grant, yeah, Grant, if Grant can apoc- like I think his that. his offense is really underrated. Like again, I'm not a fan of him taking as many threes like as he did, but. That was ridiculous. Just oh, a couple of mixed in three, like three point attempts. He's got solid post moves, whatever. He's not going to fucking like kill you inside, outside or anything like that. And again, you'll be lucky like as, as a Celtics, you'd be lucky if he puts up like 10 plus, but like efficiently. Exactly. But like, I mean, his defensive game, there's a reason why he was the SEC, like defensive player of the year, year and yeah. everything. I think Two twice. Times in a row, yeah. So it's like, I think, again, I just think he's a really undervalued and like underrated player league wide. But like also, again, I think locally as well, because I think people kind of see like some of the goofy shit that he does. Like he kind of sometimes I reminds like me though. of smart because of like his hustle plays here and there. But he also like he almost tries too hard sometimes. I'm like, all right. He like, tries to do a little too I, much sometimes. That's what I mean. Yeah. I've said this before. Uh, I forget when I said it, but I, I think he's what everybody kind of thought Yabuselli was going to be. Yeah. Like that yeah. goofy little like. You know, but he's actually really good. You mean Celtics legend. Celtics yeah. Yes. Celtics Gershon Yabuselli, the dancing bear dancing bear. The French dancing bear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the Chinese dancing bear. Sidebar, like, shout out Yabuselli that one time for being thick AF. That guy had a booty. Huge ass. Like, you remember massive. when he dyed his hair blonde? Yeah, and then went, like, pink, right? I don't know. He was shit-talking. I don't mean to get too off topic, but I was... I still follow him on Twitter for some reason. I do too. And he was fucking DTP Mario. Yeah. And he was shit talking. He was like, he like quote tweeted, like he was, he's in China when he quote tweeted his stat line from like the, the team he plays for. And he's like, basically said something along, along the lines of like, if only I got a chance. It's like, bro, you had a chance. You just fucking stunk. Like you were not good. I actually kind of liked his form though. I did like his shooting. But, uh, I thought he could, I, I don't think he, he had, a, I, don't, I don't think he got a huge chance. He stunk. I mean, he I did, but really like, think Kyrie like, looked like he. Okay, liked but him. think about it, Brad. We've talked about this before. Brad doesn't play rookies. Like, he never had a shot. I guess, but like, if he went to some dumpster fire team that was willing to, like, all right, go give us twenty minutes and like for a year and just see what happens. Yeah, he did have like I remember watching like his, in his second year, like when he played for some China team, like he went off for like thirty some points. I'm like, bro, why can't you do, do this here? Like, yeah. what is so different? Yeah. Like, I know you're playing a lesser French comp, but like one th- one thing I do want to bring up though is like I think you brought up a great point about Kemba coming back, and I think. The Celtics are top heavy, but the way that getting Kemba back gives them so much more flexibility with their lineups. Like yeah. I'd love, like I think we've talked about it. Like their ceiling is if Kemba has to be the third option. Yeah. I think like that's their ceiling is if Tatum and Brown are like, all right, the time, the future's now, old man. Like yeah. they're the they're the, the two now, old man. <laughs> the future, they're the future. Like they're the top two guys, and they're taking like they're getting the touches, and then Kemba's the third option, and then you can use Kemba the way you should have used Hayward. And say, okay, like you're gonna start, 
You're going to be the first one out, though. And then you slide Teague in because Teague with the starters isn't a bad lineup. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, when you have those lineups in the third quarter, you're kind of like, oh, we need something to help here. And like just letting Brown or just having Tatum with a bunch of bums doesn't help. Now it's Kemba and Brown, yeah. Brown, Grant, Tice, Semi. And it's like, all right, like, sure, there's some holes in that lineup, but still two scores, though. Right. Like you still have two scores and you have Kemba, who's an efficient, used to being the number one option. And you're giving him that run. It's the whole thing. I. It's the one thing I will slander Brad for is he he grossly mismanaged teams that had way too much talent is that he did. There wasn't like he Gordon Hayward should have gone to the bench and not to the bench. And like, let me phrase that not to the bench and like not started, but he should have started and he should have gotten way more run with the, bench with the backups. Like, I've been a, like, like a like a Lou well type role. Yeah. Right. Like, like, like be the sixth man of the year, but you're not really a sixth man. Like you're still going to yeah. start. But then when we want to, you're going to come out first. We'll throw somebody else in. And then when we need buckets, and someone to run the offense and get and be the guy, which I thought he did pretty effectively, like in his last year and like year and a half, where like when he would go in those like one on one situations where he was running with the backup guys, I thought he looked yeah he would ran the he yeah. ran the bench good. He just Brad didn't do it a lot. And it that's was, yeah. yeah, it was more staggering. I guess he it's lo- more. I guess it's more of a a slight on the the Kyrie Hayward Tatum Brown team. It's more of a slight there is that they didn't manage talent in that team well. That I think Brad because because I mean Hayward started that year. For the for like for the majority of the year that that starting lineup opening out against Philly was yeah Kyrie Brown Tatum and there Hayward just wasn't enough touches to go around for yeah. everybody that started and he didn't do a good job of getting guys touches with backups and things like that. Can we but take I, a timeout real quick? I think Kemba would. Well, let me. Yeah, no, go ahead. I, I just think that you your opportunity to say okay, slide Teagan with the starters for a bit in like the late for late first early second, and then you throw Kemba in and let Kemba eat against backups and it's like your offensive efficiency in those quarters are going to is going to skyrocket and you're not going to have these lulls that we saw against the nets where they can't score because they just don't have a bench score and they don't have enough depth down there. It's like, okay, now you're going to throw Kemba in there and it's like, boom, all of us, you have another all, you have an all-star point guard. That's going to be able to run these minutes when you want to sit Tatum and Brown. Yeah. My, my timeout thing was that that team was so unbelievably talented. You look at like Terry just put up 42. The Kyrie. Brown, Tatum, Hayward, uh, Tatum played the four. So it was Brown, uh, Kyrie Brown, Hayward, Tatum, Horford. That was the starting lineup. That's There's like five all-stars, legitimately five all-stars. And then you have Terry off the bench, Marcus Morris off the bench. Smart. Tice off the bench, Smart off the bench. That team was fucking stuck. God, that's, why didn't that team work? That's why I, I, I wanted to disagree with what Joe said, because I don't think it was Brad that mismanaged that team specifically. I think it was more Danny's fault because For I too think, many people because I, I think a trade had to be made that season. And I think a lot of uh, <clears throat> a lot of, you know, media people were like, look, they got to do something, make a move somewhere because it's just it's too many mouths to feed. That was always the problem with that team. Yeah, they didn't have enough. Um, they didn't have enough guys that were just like three and D guys. It was because, I mean, yeah, you Kyrie wanted to run the offense should have. Tatum was developing, wanted to start running the offense. Yes. Needed the ball in his hand. Brown had just come off of that playoff run, wanted to wanted the ball in his hands. Understandable. Hayward's entire game, while he's good off ball, it's that he ball can handling. pass and, and make make Plays opportunities and, for others. Yeah. Then you get to the bench. Smart off ball, that's fine. Like he doesn't really factor into the offense, but when he does, it's it's passing because he's not a great, great shooter. Terry, ball in his hands all the time, even though he should be off ball. Marcus Morris thought he was 
Tatum. Like, there were so many dudes I, with the ball in their hands. I hand. loved Marcus Morris, though, dude. He pissed me off so bad. Oh, my God. He could well, there was, to it was, town. It was the Jekyll games. and Hyde of where you had, did you have Marcus Morris or, or Mook, Mook Morris that yeah. night? Like, Mook was good. Marcus Mook sucked. was nasty. Marcus was bad. Yeah. And the Clippers have gotten Marcus through and through so far. Yeah. And the thing, too, is that, like, I, you look at that team and, like, low-key, Jalen Brown was their best 3 and D type guy yeah, that he, year. As soon as his... Everyone was like, oh, he can't shoot threes anymore. Because, like, he had, a, he had almost a borderline broken hand for, like, the first, like, month and a half of the season. He had, like, a brace on it. As soon as the brace came off, he shot 39% for the rest of the year. Yeah. And so I don't mean to go 2018-2019 rant here, but, like, man, that was, a, that was a good team now that I think of it. Like, when you kind of think of now, like, damn, the Celtics are, like, kind of struggling a bit for, like, bench scores and, like, making sure they get enough offense. That team was so loaded on offense. It was just, like... It was just a matter of too many. There's a fine line of not enough bench scoring and too much scoring. Twenty eight like, team. They probably much. could have got a couple of those players back too. Like you think, you think if Terry Rozier wasn't that good, you think he still would have gotten forty million or whatever it was from yeah. Charlotte? No way. They would have taken him back. And Terry was upset anyways. So whatever. Oh, he was he was pissed. He went on. He went on like first. He went on first. Well, first taken. Take like said, I sacrificed. I had to like not play to let these guys in. The Which, league. in his defense, he has shown he's a pretty decent player just scored 40 I mean yeah like I mean they showed night, he's a so. he showed he's a starting caliber guard it's just the fact of it was, he, was, it, he wasn't on that team with Kyrie yeah it, it's it was the blend of like they had too much talent and it was like the wrong talent yeah like if you had had like you sub out one of those all-stars for a guy like Clay it's like well Clay doesn't need the ball in his hand so he's just gonna jack threes and make 43% of them and yeah. put up his 20 and go play defense. Or even a more realistic version of like, if you just sub- substitute one of those guys for like Neesmith, like Brad doesn't like to play Neesmith, but like someone who just doesn't want the ball and just runs around yeah, screens you just and need, Yeah, you threes. just needed one guy that was, you needed like one or two of those guys to trade for. Really what Danny probably should have done is taken one or two of those guys off the bench and said, I'm going to lose this deal from a talent standpoint, but win it in a fit standpoint. It's, and it's say, literally addition by subtraction. Well, I think that's what you've run into like, as well with these two teams that like we've played in the Nets and the Bucks, like is they have those bench players that are three and D guys. Yeah. And their benches are so stacked, even with those guys, because as talented as those guys are, like, and you look at like the roster and you look at the names, they really are in a in a nutshell, they're all three and D guys. Like Dante yeah. DiVincenzo, you yeah. look at him over there at Landry on, on Shamit. The Landry Shamit, Stephen Dinwiddie, like I mean, I don't know. Spencer. Spencer. Steven. Stephen Dinwiddie. Spencer that's, Dinwiddie. That's Steph's cousin. Um, but oh, I don't know. They just have Karis Levert. They just have guys over there that like, I will say though. Um, that I I don't think the Bucks are as deep as they were before. No, like, they lost. They lost a lot with that because um, losing. I you know George they're Hill not, stuff. They're not great players, but yeah, jo- losing George Hill, West Matthews, those guys fit the team. They got back Bryn Forbes and who else? Yeah, Forbes. You know, I don't even Bryn know. Forbes Bobby on that team. Portis. Like, yeah, Bobby Portis on that team. Yeah. I, I will like, say though, Drew Holiday looked really good. Yeah, oh, he Drew was, Holiday looks great. I forgot that he could shoot like that. Like, I knew he could shoot a little bit, but, like, it was to the point of, like, I, like, for the longest time, he shot, like, 35, 36% from three, which is respectable, but not great. But, like, he came down uh, late game, and he shot that three with, like, a minute left. It was a step back over whoever the hell, and he made it. And it was, like, I saw it. I was, like, oh, shit. Drew Holiday can shoot like that, I'm huh? just, I'm just I so thankful that they dumped their five firsts for him, and now they, they don't have the ammunition to get Harden. That's that my one so, thing. That would be so bad if he went to Milwaukee. Yeah, like, if Harden had gone to the, had been able to go to the Bucks and like Giannis and him put their differences aside and they like made it work, like that team would be so freaking good. Yeah, Richard Jefferson said that he's like, there's a team. He said it would be the Bucks. 
Like yeah. You go and get Giannis and like whatever. And he's, he was saying how like the heat, it doesn't make any sense really because like you're going to be giving up obviously Bam and Tyler. And it's like, so you can either give up. Give up Bam. I think they would have to though. That's the thing because if think, like yeah. you're starting with like the Nets and stuff, you're giving up. Uh, Jared Allen and Levert. like Lavert, and then you're gonna start giving up. So it's it's I two think, young players, and you're I, not. I I don't. Yeah, I don't think he's going to the Heat, but I think the package would be around hero. I think the most Pat Riley would offer before saying, "All right, I'm not. I don't want to trade for hard anymore." Would probably be, uh, hero, Nunn, Robinson, and picks uh, and picks. A yeah, bunch of picks. Oh, and maybe Precious Achua. I think I think at this point, Bam oh maybe. Is, yeah, probably Precious Achua. I I just think Bam is too valuable to them now. I mean, Especially I guess, but that's what, that's why I think that he would be like he would be the number one person because I think you can even swap yeah, out. I, well, you can swap out. Well, I mean, for like I mean, a Houston trade would definitely pick. come for yeah, him. Like I, I, that's what I was gonna say. I think Houston would want him, of course, but I don't. I just don't. Th- I think Pat Riley would be like, yeah, no way. Well, yeah, Pat wish- Riley's called him the the new Alonzo Mourning. We're like, that's what he's he's compared Bam to Alonzo Mourning. So like. You think he's gonna trade Alonzo Mourning? I just think yeah. the fact that Bam out of bio, just to go on a little Bam out of bio, like no go, whatever. Um, he's nasty. I think he's fucking disgusting. He's dude. so good. If he if he gets a better jump shot, watch out. The fact that he can Cooked. ball handle and he can like bring the ball up for and you at pass, points, and like, then like just hand it off to Tyler Hero, pull up three, hand it off to Duncan Robinson, pull up three. Like it's just, it's also like part fit, right? Like you think about what like does Bam do anything? Does, here's an interesting little thing because like I mean, granted, this year will be different, but does does Bam do anything better than Ben Simmons? No. Mm. Other than probably shooting, but he can maybe. only shoot like mid range, fifteen feet out. Yeah, yeah. mid range and free Besides throws. Besides shooting and free throws, and maybe like interior defense, because I think interior interior defense. Yeah, maybe, maybe, I think Ben maybe. Simmons, I think I think Simmons is a phenomenal defender. I think so. Simmons. I think he's nasty. They're both dude, defensive player of the year candidates. Like Ben's legitimate so, defensive player yeah. of the year candidate. It's like wild to think how much fit matters with how good Bam. Oh, looks. I see where you're going with this. Yeah. For a second, you stu- you stumped me. Yeah, like, like I see. fit matters. Like look at how much better Bam looks on a team that's built where he can bring the ball up. And like, yeah. I mean, Jack, like you're saying, like he's dumping it off to Tyler hero who can make stuff happen. He's dumping it off to Tyler, uh, Duncan, Duncan Robinson. Robinson, who's just pulling up and splashing. It's like, he looks nasty because there's players around him that fit. And it's like, that's what Ben Simmons needed. And Dello, me and Dello talked about this last week was we were talking about, I was like, okay, like, yeah, you would trade Simmons for Harden. And then you have Harden and Embiid. And like, that would be a dangerous oh, that's so, team. So good. And then Dello's like, no, I'd rather Harden and Simmons because no. you know, but he said, because you move Simmons to play the four. And then if you have Simmons play the four, like Bam plays the four and the five. And then it's like you could you have Simmons who's six ten, can is better at dribbling, better at passing, is more athletic, arguably. I just think he'd be in the same situation with Simmons as he was with Russ. Just like a very athletic. Oh, I see. Uh, Harden's Harden's more rebounding so passer. If, that well, so, can but if Harden, yeah, but it, you. right, but if, but it, I think it's different if you're saying go play with this other guard that does that versus okay, no, Ben, you're playing the four now. You're covering fours. You're you are a forward now. Can you get can you get Ben to agree to that though? Probably because you could still let him do some stuff with the ball in his hands. So I, I, don't, I don't know if he'll agree, but like I think fit wise, if that if Ben was committed to a to that change. That would be dangerous. I think so you would rather that. You would rather Harden and Simmons than Harden and Embiid. If, I'd rather if, Harden and Embiid. If ben, I would rather, is, if, if ben is going to play fo- the four and small ball five, yes. I think... Think, I, about, think about that fit with Harden, Simmons, and then you still have 
like like um, Dwight at the five. Like for sure, Dwight at the five maybe. But like you still have guys like um like the other Curry brother. Wow, why Seth Curry. Seth. Seth, thank you. I was like gonna say Stephen, Del. not Stephen Stephen Curry. I was getting really confused. Um, no, but like then you have like Seth Curry's a shooter. They got that other guy that can shoot now. Like they've they've gotten some shooters. All of a sudden, you have a lineup with where's Tobias Harris out passing though. the three. Yeah, fuck that guy. Trade him. I, I hate Tobias. It, I hate Tobias Harris. I hate Tobias Harris. Believe me, I like worse match. I'm just saying, if if that position change happened and it was like bought into, Ben Simmons probably is a better four than a point guard. I just think Harden benefits more with a big man. Like I think. That I pick think and roll him, with, Simmons is six ten though. Think about that. Yeah, but Harden yeah. and Embiid's pick pick and roll would be. Oh, yeah, I think. Like my god, like, I think I think him and Capella were just. I think they were very underrated in what they were able to do. Like I think Capella was very like key to James Harden. I think that it sucked when they lost him just to go small. Like I just I don't think that works for Harden. I think he needs a big man for pick and roll and all that. So and effectively. While yeah, because Harden and Capello are really good. Embiid's shooting adds dimension to that pick and roll that now he can pick and pop. Capella couldn't. Capella was strictly I mean, a Embiid, rim runner. Exactly. Embiid doesn't shoot great. He doesn't shoot great, but he, you have to respect his three. Like I'm when the Celtics played the Sixers, here's I'm my cons- fine I with him shooting three. Here's my though. concern though, is that you're gonna get because this is what he does, because he's fat and lazy. Well, yeah. I you're mean, gonna get, fat and lazy. You're gonna get like three good pick and rolls a game where you're like, damn. That's and then, unstoppable. And then he's tired by and the third quarter. And then he's going to be sucking wind. And you're going to get seven to eight three sh- three shot threes a game attempted. Makes two of them. And it's just going to be Embiid setting a pick, stepping back, shooting a three because he's open, missing and it. Brick, yeah. And then boom, done. I mean, it's that team is all hypotheticals because Philly has never shown that they can maximize their potential. So I don't know. In theory, the, the Embiid Harden thing works better than the, the Harden Simmons thing to me. Just because I think, yes, I think f- day one fit. Yes, I think I would still, I still would argue you have more upside with Simmons and Harden. If I, Simmons buys in and develops his game to play the four now, I think you have an incredible four small ball five and Ben Simmons at 6'10, pass, drive, like all the skills that he brings. And then you're not asking him to be a three point shooter. It's like, Ben, can you just fucking shoot an elbow jumper? Yeah. Well, so here's... I think Embiid at his realistic peak is better than Simmons at his realistic peak. Realistic... Re, I, you're, I see your eyes go wide. With Harden or just we're talking in a vacuum? No, just I'm going to clown in, you. In, in, in a vacuum. In a vacuum, Ben Simmons has a much higher ceiling than realistic James Harden. Realistic peak. Realistic. Do we ever trust Embiid, uh, Simmons to develop a jumper? I don't even need him to develop a jumper by himself in the with the right team. You, you I throw I him with like four shooters on a lineup and you're done. Well, yeah, that's I'm you build it like you I built do think the old, that can work too. You build him like you you build around him like you built around Dwight Howard and the magic, except instead of you jacking threes and saying, hey, Dwight, just get the rebound. It's Ben drive. And if they don't cover you, dunk it. If I, they do cover you, if they double team you and collapse, pass it. Boom. I think an even more recent example of that would probably be last year's stretch with Westbrook and the Rockets. Because it's just a six ten Westbrook, like yeah. just put a bunch of shooters around him, and because Westbrook got good stats Simmons, last year, Simmons can still average like twenty five points if he's just driving to the basket all game. Like yeah, Westbrook, you know, like Westbrook especially was to- especially if you and this is hypothetical because these players aren't available. But if you got him around players like Duncan Robinson, Seth, he already has Seth Curry. Get like a Duncan Robinson type guy. Get like another just three and D guy. Just get a nice shooter. Yeah, just get like shooters, a stretch five, and call it a day. See, I don't- 
See, I think I I agree with him because I hey! I like I personally yeah. it, it's a personal thing too. Like, because I right now. I would just I'm only saying it because Back I think that Embiid really. With him. I think Embiid at a series at a realistic or not, I think Embiid is just he's like Elijah. He's just a better because I cannot at this point. There's no fucking chance Ben Simmons will ever be good at shooting threes. I'm sorry, I just I don't, I don't, I don't see need it. Him to in that but, fit though, but I don't. But that's the thing is like that's we like we saw the whole. I don't we want to talk. We about, saw that with Westbrook. That team didn't work with Westbrook. Like eventually, the guy who has the ball in his hands needs to be able to make you pay. And yeah, the the guys around need to be able to make shots. I and that's it. the whole sure, thing yeah, with Westbrook. Westbrook's six three or I, six. No, four. yeah, I get, but he's he's he has athleticism. You have a guy that's six ten and he's drives like drives like a Simmons. guard. Drives like okay, cool. So make Russell Westbrook six ten. You're telling me he's not a better player? I mean, yeah, of course, just inherently, but. Yeah, inherently that means you if if you're not I'm collapsing not sure off your better, shooters like, with like a, and you have a stretch five and they can't collapse like now I'm six ten with a seven foot wingspan and it's oh cool you're gonna try to contest this all right you're a little baby back bitch they kind of you want to go or do you want me to go you can go they Simmons we were almost like we almost saw this with Giannis though like the Bucks surrounded Giannis with a bunch of shooters regardless of those shooters did, didn't did the they? shooters didn't go great but in theory the shooters. They had shooters around. They had Wes Matthews, Chris Middleton, Dante DiVincenzo, Brooke Lopez can shoot, et cetera, et cetera. And they got in the playoffs and they still neutralized Giannis. Like, in theory, it works of just drive or pass, but it doesn't, like, it didn't work with Giannis. He collapsed, like, two years in a row, three years in a row now. Is Giannis a top three player in the league? Yeah. 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 Okay, so you're just, you're, so your comparison to what I said Ben Simmons could be in that scenario was Giannis, who's a top three player in your league. Thank you for making my point, sir. No, I'm not talking, I'm not Thank talking you. about, I'm not Have talking about their, great day. I'm not talking about What's the Chipotle order for lunch today, fool? Uh, chicken, steak, uh, white rice, uh, cheese, guac, sour cream. Try it. Amazing. No, but, I'm sure. But regardless, like you literally just made my point. No, no but, but I mean, here's the I'm thing. I'm saying too, in a though. vacuum. Not, <laughs> right? not, like, not their league, my point. not their league rankings, though. I'm just saying in a vacuum of like fit. Like if you just leave leave Giannis and like leave Giannis and Simmons's rankings out of it, quote unquote. If you just say what you want their role in the offense to be and their fit, Simmons is going to be approximating what Giannis was doing last year. It's that I can't shoot, I'm going to drive, and when I can't drive, someone is going to either makes this shot or I'm going to the line. Like like in that general sense, it didn't work. Like it hasn't worked for a while. At some point. You need a guy who yes, can just the perennial MVP candidate because he's putting up monster numbers. And I mean, he can the do it in the regular season, but like when it doesn't work in the playoffs, in, like they're one of the best teams in the East. Like when it doesn't work in the playoffs, so that's what I really like care about. This is this is what I was gonna say. Is oh yeah, Jack's a lot of points. Sorry, no, sorry. Jacob. it's all good. Um, <clears throat> was um, that if if Simmons was on his own team, like you're saying, um, I don't think if you're looking at the big picture, sure. Simmons can put up great stats, but in the long run, is it going to win you any championships? Probably not. It hasn't won Giannis any championships. And Giannis has a very good number two, I think, despite Middleton, what some people might Middleton's think. Middleton's still a room. good number two. Um, he's like the third best player in the league against the Celtics. So he's, he's like prime I think Michael he's Jordan. He's great against everybody, but that's besides <laughs> the point. Um, no, no, I'm just <laughs> slighted and bitter. Um, I, I just I think you need more than a Chris Middleton. Uh, besides, uh, you know Ben Simmons. If you want to win any championships with him on his own team, so you're saying you, know you need I'm someone s- better than that too. Yes. So I don't know if you need someone. Well, someone better than Middleton, yeah. But like, you are you sure you're gonna find that if you keep Simmons though? Like, are you sure you can get someone? Because I would say Middleton's what top twenty five in the league, ish, probably. Good defender, great shooter. 
rebounds decently. He grabbed 14 rebounds against the Celtics. Oh, who's nowhere. better, Jalen Brown or Chris Middleton? I want to take Jalen Brown there. Middleton. I take Jalen Brown there. So that's, oh, and fucking that's ridiculous. the tier you're talking in a, about. In a vacuum or for the future? What are we talking about? Like right now or for the future? If you were going to replace, if you wanted, like you're saying that what they have on the Bucks isn't enough. If you were to, would, are you a better team if you swapped Jalen Brown for Chris Middleton? No. Absolutely not. No, because I don't sure, think he comp. I don't. Probably not. I don't think defense, so. But I yeah, mean, I don't think does he. Jalen Brown create more. He doesn't. Com- Attacking no, closeouts. Yes. He doesn't compliment Giannis. But he doesn't, like shoot, as, Chris he doesn't right. shoot as well. I just. My point is that's the tier you're talking about. Like, can you get another guy there to play with Ben? And like, I think you can. I love that this was a Celtics episode. Now we're having a heated debate about Ben Simmons, Giannis, and Harden and Embiid. Chris Middleton a little bit. And Chris Middleton. I'm just, I'm just saying. But here we go. We're going to circle it all back and we're going to say. on what Ben Simmons can be in the correct fit. Oh, no, I, all we were just talking about was how amazing <laughs> Bam Adebayo is. And it's like, he's a worse Ben Simmons, just better at interior defense. That's literally what we came to agree on. Yeah. And I think that's a guy you wouldn't even want to give up for Harden. And now we're talking about Ben Simmons, who could be better than that if he's with the right players around him. I think it's also... And you pos- compared him to what Giannis is. I think it's like, also I think it's a no-brainer that he's, a, he's got a higher ceiling than Joel Embiid. I, Joel Embiid can't give you enough minutes in the playoffs because he's a fat fuck. Like, that's, why that's, I said, that's why I said realistic ceiling. Like, like peak ceiling, of course. Like, if, like, if, if Simmons could be what he is now but add, like, Jalen Brown shooting, like, just being able to, like, 38. I honestly think if you add... I think the best... Not the best. I think, obviously, best would be he learned how to actually be a respectable shooter from deep. You literally only need Ben Simmons to be able to hit a pull up like elbow jumper. I don't even think he could do that. If he if he could do that, watch the fuck out. I don't even think he can do that. He he's whether it's him being a mental case of like not wanting to shoot, which I don't think it is anymore because he's he shoots in pregame. He shot in the regular uh, in the preseason. Air, I mean, he airballed it, but he shot. Um, like something is wrong there where he just won't take any fucking steps. What is he a lot better at besides defense? What is he a lot better at now than when he came to the league with Jalen Brown four years ago, five years ago, five years ago? Holy shit. What is he a lot better than now than when he came into the league besides being a better and more uh, talented, like IQ and defender? Like he's, he's say, progressing the defensive end. De- defense, defensively, 100%. I guess you could say his. Uh, what else is he progressing? His handling a little bit. His handles a little better, but what is he? He's the same player he came to the league at. He's yeah. a better defender. There has been no. I'd improve- argue he's stronger. Finishing at the rim, too. I mean, yeah, that... They're, yeah, all right, it's fine, because he's got older, but... Yeah. Like, skill-wise, and, like, things you have to work sure, on... Sure, I mean, yeah, he has He's the same player. He hasn't guess, made any improvements. I guess, just, like... I, like, his, I don't... His I don't, stats have probably gotten better because just the team around him has gotten better, and that's it. I'm gonna... Keep talking, I'm gonna... Uh, my thing, my thing, though, is that, like, this is yes. I mean, if we're talking... We're kind of going vacuum now. We also have to understand that, like... The Philadelphia 76ers is a horribly run organization. Okay, hold on. Like, they don't develop players. Oh, like, no. The, look at what Markel had to... Markel that, had to leave. Does that change with Daryl Morey now, though? It could. That's my point. It's yeah. like, some of that stuff could change. Like, you could... What about with Doc Rivers? Yes, Doc's known to be a player's coach. Does he help get some more out of maybe Embiid and Simmons, yeah. maybe? All I'm saying is, if you actually think that their realistic ceiling is not better... If his realistic ceiling is worse than Joel Embiid, I don't know what to tell you. Let's do a quick exercise, real quick. No, what? Uh, <laughs> no, 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 not not at all. Um, what are about? This we is, got five. This is Jack's podcast now. We got he five. The we got five minutes. Five. Twelve fifty-three. Okay. Um. So we'll we'll end it with this, real quick. Simmons, tell me which one was rookie year, and tell me which one is this year right now so far. Oh boy! All right. Sixteen Love points me. per game. Mm-hmm. Eight rebounds. Eight assists. Two steals. A block. Three and a half turnovers. 
56% free throw shooting and 55% from the field. Okay. That was last year. Now, um, 16 points per game, two steals, eight assists, eight rebounds, 62% from the line, 57% from the field. Which one is his rookie? How many, blo- how many blocks does that line have? 0.6. The other one had 0.9. So the, I'm going to say the first one you said was last year, and then the second one was his rookie. I'm going to say the opposite. Sorry. I agree with that. Because my argument would be he probably gets more blocks now than he did his rookie year. I'm going to say the 16 points. And Miles is right. The first, the first one I said was his rookie year. He has not changed. It is the exact same stat line four years in a row. And I'm not, I, don't, I don't mean to get like I'm screaming at Joey right now. Um, All right. We can play this game. It is the exact same stat line. He hasn't done a, a single thing. He gets less blocks than he did in his rookie year. I don't think that's much because it's like 0.9 to 0.6. But the stat lines are the... It spoke volumes that Jack didn't even have to worry about thinking. He was like, all right, that's his rookie year, and that's his second year. When it was the inv- complete opposite. Well, it, I think I answered a little early. But even you then, you weren't said wrong. the second stat line yet. I thought, I thought last year he was, like, very bad scoring. And they, that, he still had 16 a game. It's no, I know. I thought, I thought his rookie... I could have sworn his rookie year he scored maybe, like, 18, 19 points. 15.8. And last year was 16.4. So both Jeez. were 16 rounded. Right. He hasn't made any improvements. His free throw shooting... Has gotten 4% better, but that fell back to 50% this year through two games. Um, he takes from his rookie year we're to all, his... We're also cherry-picking a year where he was hurt for a bit. Like I was, just, I was no, just going to tell you. Play. I'm saying his rookie year was 81 games. No, 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 no. I meant last year. He only played 57 games last year. So we could, we could do it with... I mean, want... granted, like, I understand that, like, they also was a shortened season, but, like, he if still you... missed a good chunk of the bubble. If you want to say... we, I mean, I can go second year if you want to. Like, if that no, I mean, I'm better. looking at that now. It's oh, okay. not really... It goes from 16 to 17, well, see, but the rebounds is, are the same. The, the assists are generally the same. This is why I'm saying he hasn't necessarily gotten better. It's just the team around him has gotten better, which is why I think the Sixers always stay in that conversation of, well, they could probably make it this year because everything's better around Simmons, Simmons yeah. and Embiid. I, I, the only thing I will say is his, if you want to go like with adv- more advanced stats, his steal percentage went up from his rookie year. Not by much, but it did. I would say by by how much? Like 0.4%. Nice. (laughs) But like... That's like when people try to argue like field goal percentage. His true shooting percentage did go up actually considerably. His his true shooting percentage went from 55.7 to 62. Yeah, sixty point two. That's that's because his um his field goal percentage increased from like fifty four his rookie year to like uh, uh, his. So he got more. So free throws. Free throws. Sorry, you could argue that he got a little bit more efficient and got improved at the line a little bit. Sure, but. It's not a lot. I agree is, with yeah, you. Is, I is think it, his ceiling, though, is his ceiling is definitely higher still. Yeah, I mean, like, that's why I said realistic ceiling. I've said yeah. that a lot now, but, like, for four years now, Ben Simmons has been 16, 8, and 8 on 50, See, the, the, 0, the thing 50. Is, I think I look at the 76ers the past four years the same way that I look at Adam Gase in the NFL. I think they are that bad at developing players. Wait, who? I'm trying to think of this, the Philadelphia well, 76ers. Shamit was okay. Shamit came from there and he was all right. I think I think, this, I think the Philadelphia no, no, no. Think about it. I, I think the Philadelphia 76ers are, this, are the NBA equivalent of Adam Gase, except in the NBA, your initial, if you get really good talent from day one, you're going to be a way better team than you are in the NFL. So it's the, it, the success looks different. But if you look at them from a player development standpoint, they are the same. Nobody's it's the, it's the same picture. Yeah, I get it's the I, meme of corporate needs you to determine which picture. It's the same picture. It's the same picture. It's the same picture. I yeah, I guess I could think, agree with think that. Think about it. I but how much of that is on the players themselves, and how much is that on the Sixers? Okay, well, so it's because like if you so think they about just, Sham- so, they, so is it Shamit got better? What's 
I when, think when Shane Milton got better too. When he left. No, but he was good when he was there. Like and he then was, he left and he's better. Yeah, I guess. But That's like, the Adam Gase effect. Look at Robbie Anderson this year versus last year. Yeah, I know. That's my point is they're getting talented guys because they sucked for all those years and then they don't get any better. They've, they've had three of their top picks in the past five years all get hurt because their medical staff is trash. They can't develop them. They don't get them to improve upon anything. You guys see Marco Fultz lately? Exactly. Fultz looked really Pretty good. great. That's the point. That's the point. That's the point. They are the Adam Gase of the NBA, except the NBA is a league where if you get guys that are really talented, even if they don't get any better, you're still going to be good. I guess the only two players you can bring up to like argue that is like Nerlens Noel and Jaleel Okafor because they both still suck. Yeah, I mean, which is sad because I think, Oko, I, think no, I think Okafor was really good. I think they're better than they were than they were on the Sixers. Jaleel, I don't think maybe so. not. Jaleel probably not, but Nerlens probably. Nerlens that might just be like getting away from his ACL injury. Uh, that could also just be. Helped. He also has played with a couple of good coaches. Like he played with Carlisle, Carlisle in Dallas, yeah. and then he's pl- he played with uh, Billy Donovan for a couple of years. And once again. A coach that actually gets something out of them maybe develops something. Well, yeah, bit. so that's the thing. That's is my point. Have- is like I truly, truly think that. Like I think if I think the best thing that could happen for Ben Simmons is that he gets traded. I was just gonna. I was. I think that's the best thing that could happen. I know. I, I know a way that solves our argument right here. Embiid and Harden go to the are on the Sixers together, and Simmons goes to the Rockets with shooters around him. Who's better? I so, still so take. The, does Simmons end up working? The only question that I bring and I don't, with I don't this mean is who's better with team wise. Sixers. There's a chance for them to turn the page because now it's Daryl Morey running the show and you have Doc Rivers as your coach. So you have a new coach, you have a new GM, or no, not even a new GM, he's the new president of yeah, basketball pre- operations. President of basketball like, they're cleaning basketball house. Right. So that's why I don't think like if, if they get a significant upgrade this year and like all of a sudden like Embiid looks better, like Simmons looks better, like everything flows better, like the but, the Sixers of the past four years were Adam Gase. It took them four years to realize it. They almost lost the Wizards on open tonight, I will say that. They they like had to like ferociously come back, like they did. So I'm they not gonna did, like. But also like the Wizards, the Wizards aren't a bad team. Oh, and two. Yeah, it's been yeah, pretty unfortunate Wizards, start for them. The kind of smelly. The Wizards. It's, yeah, the I mean, Wizards. Yeah, but the, the talent's not bad. Oh no, it's Russ just because of Russ. It's because of Russ. He, it's he the Simmons factor. He can't shoot for shit. He shot like <laughs> six for seventeen last night, but still had fifteen points. So what are you better? What are you better off with? Russ, Russ, who thinks he can shoot and can't shoot, or Simmons, who knows he can't shoot and doesn't do it. I think S- you're Steph Curry. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Steph Curry hasn't shot well lately, has he? No, he's not. So, uh, 105 three-pointers that, in that a row, was, guys. 103 in five minutes, actually. I just, took their, I just took their word for it, but <laughs> I, just, I just didn't watch it, but I took their word for it. Um, <sighs> Simmons. You're better with Simmons because Simmons is a much better defender than Russ. But it's just and the fact of like... small ball five. It's just... He's the, 6'10". Just think learn of, to shoot. We wouldn't think, have to argue think, about this. Think about that. Think about him playing the small ball five, and then he can bring it up, and then like that frees your one through four to do whatever the fuck you need them to do. The right. ceiling, the ceiling there is unbelievable if you use him right. Yeah, I, I'm counting this as I won this argument. The yeah, second, sure. honestly, this is honestly, uh, check the, one the, honestly, for the second, the second you were like. Look at Giannis. I was like, okay, cool. Perennial MVP candidate. Thank you for making my point. But okay, it wasn't, it wasn't I will say one thing though, real quick. And I don't mean to cut you off, but no, like, no, cut him off. As good as Giannis is and everything, he's his style isn't the player that you want in the playoffs because he isn't a guy who's good at shooting I, free throws. I don't think and it's that. Neither when you get into that kind of like, when you get into that kind of like, I don't know, where you, 
All they do is you throw bodies in the paint. What is he going to do? He's starting to develop a actually good three point shot, which he is fucking terrifying. Celtics, but it's scary. Other than that, okay, he's going to take six of those. So he makes two or three of them. That's fucking six. But if you stack the paint, I don't, it's I like, don't think that I don't think talent and what his skill set has been the issue. I just think that something with that team, whether it's him because it's really his team. Or if it's the the box or the coach, so that's where I, I think it's a mental thing. That's where I would go I again. I think they're just mentally soft. Well, that's where I would go again, like with Ben Simmons, though. Like just as a point, because if we're then comparing the two, it's apple to oranges, Giannis and Ben Simmons. But like, stack the fucking paint, and he's not a good free throw. Like again, and again, the he's going to be able to ben kick is, it out. Ben has but, shown that he's really good at attacking like a big cushion. Like if you're gonna sit, if you're gonna like like. Um, drop to the line on him, like to the free throw line. I think he's more, acro- floater. more acrobatic. He's way than, uh... better at attacking that space, which is why I think like dude needs a, like, needs an elbow jumper and he's and it's fine. Um, but like, it was funny. I got into an argument with somebody talking about like they like don't want Harden because they're like he's soft, he's a whiner, he's a bitch. I hate watching him. So is Embiid. So is Embiid. Sure. So is I. But it was like, but I take Giannis. I'm like, okay, but like every reason you don't like Harden for being mentally soft on all these things, like. Giannis is so soft yeah. mentally. I think every superstar is somewhat bitchy and soft, except for like Damian Lillard, <laughs> who hasn't won anything. Yeah, who hasn't won jack. Fuck hasn't, it, dude. Hasn't I let still a team... respect the shit out of Oh, him. I, I do too, but them. he hasn't let a team pass you know, like, I was, the eight seed. I, was... I think that's front office's fault too in Portland. They keep trying to put like little pieces around him, trying to build around CJ and Dame, but I think they, they got to dump CJ and get a wing. They See, that's, a wing. I'm scared because like I was watching their highlights today, like from the game yesterday, and I was like, please don't let that become Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown is like oh, the Eastern two? the Eastern Conference Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum because they're both wings. I think they can do way more for you. I think I think they could too, but I, I was just in the back of my head. I'm like, oh, play, that would you suck. Uh, you can't play CJ and these Dame two one through four. You could play Tatum and Brown. Yeah, that's why I think it'll work you out. You could more. actually Tatum's a pseudo point for it at points. Yeah, like they they run the offense. Like whether you don't need to play. Let me rephrase that. You don't need to play them at the one, but they can bring the ball up and run the offense. Yeah, yeah. like. They can play. Brown can play two through four. Tatum, Tatum. I mean, Tatum's six ten now. Tatum he, could play two through he five. Said that, he said that was a lie. By yeah. the way. three. He did. He yeah. went on. He went on the Rachel Nichols. And, and he, he was, was like, he's been saying that. He's, shit, he's like, like, um, he's like, somebody's like, it was weird. Somebody took that quote from like last year. He's like, I think Brad was just saying that in passing. He's like, I'm six nine. I'm not six ten. So we grew an inch, but he's six nine, not six ten. Brad had a laugh about but it. But he might though, be six so ten okay. in shoes. What's his wingspan? Seven feet. Say, Same with Jalen's. They're cool. both seven feet. Cool. Which is ridiculous. Jalen's six six. Tatum could definitely still play small feet. ball five at times if yeah. he needed to. No, they do. They put him there. Yeah. Okay. So you get Tatum could play two through five. He'd be a fucking massive two, but yeah. you could do it. And Jalen plays a good two through four Jadim, single five at points. Yeah, two through four for Jadam, I'd argue. And then like or for Jalen, I mean. And then <laughs> yeah, good the Jays got a lot going on. And then you do like, okay, cool. Just get him a guy a guard that can defend the point guard position. And shoot and be done. That defensive versatility, though, is why I'm so confused about that Christmas game. Why the fuck did they have Tristan Thompson on Kevin Durant for the first, like, three quarters? No idea. What are you doing? Part of me wonders. And I said it, too. I, I, I actually think the reason why, I'm not agreeing with it, but I think the logic there is Kevin Durant is basically a seven footer. And he's coming off an Achilles injury. He's not going to be as a. You don't think he is as explosive as he used to be. Can you get away with putting a physical center on him who's good? Because Tristan Thompson is pretty quick. Like, he's pretty good at moving. For his size. For his size, yeah. It's like, do you think, like, are you better off throwing a more agile, smaller defender against Durant and saying, 
You're going to go shoot over them all game, but you're not going to go buy them. Or you better off saying, here's a physical body who's going to be out there with you. You're probably going to be able to get by him most of the time, which is fine. We'll take that. But you're going to feel it every time you do, and you're not going to be able to pull up over him. And don't, don't, don't kind of did. Well, then Durant said, no, I'm still like the second best scorer in the league. So and he was fine. still pulling up. I, he might be the best scorer. Best it's between, it's between him and Harden. Yeah. 100%. I think it's Kevin Durant, dude. If you're seven feet, can handle the ball like you're 6'3". And if he continues like this Curry, pace, yeah, he's probably the best scorer in the league. water. I mean, he was pulling up from... He made... So it turns out that putting Tristan Thompson on him didn't work. It didn't work. But like, if you're... See, but, but like, you see the logic though. Yeah, there, yeah, no, if you're I, like, I, oh, the Achilles, and, like, maybe you get away with is, it. Like, then yeah, I think you're better off saying... We're going to beat the shit out of you because you're a fucking beanpole. And that's yeah. the thing, too, is I, I thought it, it was I thought it was interesting when I first miserable. saw it. I kind of liked it. But like once Katie started going off, all right, get put Tatum Brown on, on him, put Tatum on him, whatever. Tatum, Tatum. Brown, I love watching Jalen Brown and him. They're not holding him to zero points either. Like, I get that. Nobody's going to shut down Kevin Durant, but still it'd be the better other, than a seven foot Tristan yeah, Thompson. The other argument all. you could make, too, is that you want to save Jalen and Jason's energy possibly yeah. to keep them That's on offense fair. because you want to because here's the thing is i've said this i think i've tweeted this you can see it's been a shortened off season because their well, jumpers have been they do short. start to look a little tired i will they look tired that. coming out and that's lot. where kemba helps kemba's gonna be fresh as and, long and, as he's healthy and, and regardless of like even instead of having to keep tatum or brown extremely fresh you can just rely on kemba to be the yeah. fresh one let's just say too that it's not just the celtics that are tired like i've no, seen I've a bunch of other been teams sloppy. from the bubble that have been very tired did you see how bad i mean i think you said like it, why, do you think, Luka Doncic why do you think why do you think why do you think the nets look so dominant none of those guys were in the bubble last year yeah. except for who uh did lavert even go yeah lavert like, played yeah your bench guys jared allen wasn't there yeah, he didn't, he didn't play. Yeah, you got guys that have there. been healthy the whole time. Like, they were both, like, Kevin Durant was healthy enough to play last year. Yeah, he, he just, just didn't. They right. just didn't. All Same he did Kyrie. was get in shape. Kyrie Same. was probably getting close. And yeah. then, like, they we're, just rested. And, and I don't want to pass it off as, like, I'm sliding them. Like, I think it was smart for them to wait because the Nets had no, like, they weren't going to do anything in the playoffs anyway. Um, Plus, like, you got to think, like, are you better off just throwing them in and just seeing like, this was way longer than five minutes. I apologize. But you like throw them in and just be like, try to make it work in the bubble and see how it goes. Or like, are you better off waiting, letting them all get acclimated and then make one strong run at it whenever I he knows the roles? I said waiting. Which I, I, I would, I agree with that. It's, it's why I'm not overreacting. Like I had people who were messaging like group chats being like, God, they have no chance against this team. It's like, no, like you were missing uh, an all-star starting point guard. You're missing. Time Lord. They didn't have Time Lord. Yeah, you had two you had two bigs the entire game. And then And one of them was Grant. Well, uh, well they actually two. No, you had two like real bigs. Yeah, Tyson Thompson. And then they both got into foul trouble like like that. Jalen was in foul trouble in the first quarter. He had three. Yeah, everyone was in Ridiculous. foul trouble. Like you it was the worst possible combination. And also, again, like we just said, the two star players for Brooklyn did not deal with the shortened offseason because all they were doing was trying to get healthy. Yeah. Like they didn't have a shortened offseason. Jalen and Jason just came off of grinding out 40 plus minutes a night in the playoffs in the bubble and got like a month off against Jimmy and Bam. Those last last two rounds really killed them because that that seven game series against the Raptors was absolutely grueling, even though we should have swept them, to be honest. Yeah. And that that heat series, the heat just had so much more in the tank than us because they went, what, five games first round, then five games against the Bucks or some shit. So, yeah, the gentlemen sweep against the Bucks because they're soft as fuck. And then they, they I, I think they swept die the Nets. on that sword. I think they, sw- uh, I think they, sw- oh, they didn't play the Nets. What did they play? They played the Pacers. Yeah. And they blew them out too. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, that ran a little bit longer. We had to shorten this one, some other stuff going on, but, um, thank you all for listening. 
it was it wasn't as much Celtic centric as we thought, which I guess is good. Probably appears to a, appeals to a wider audience. Hmm. Um, some good debate. I won that argument. Uh, some good debate. I won that argument. We'll let Say you, it. We'll let we'll let Joe win the argument today. There we go. I might come back next week with some, with some reinforced takes, but we'll see. That or you'll see Ben Simmons show massive improvement on the Sixers this year. And, and I'll be like, oh shit, okay, like, oh, I God lost. Damn it. But other than that, um, thank you guys for watching. Watching? We should get a visual podcast. Thank you guys for listening. I was watching football. I'm watching football as I talk. <laughs> hey, we could we could be, we could work for a camera. We could figure that out. Um, But thank you for listening. Everyone stay safe. Jack, more than welcome to come back anytime. It was great awesome. having you. Happy um, holidays and uh, I'll see you guys next year. <laughs> oh, wow. That joke sucked ass. It is yes. the 27th. You guys are watching this. Stop fucking watching. You guys are listening to this on the 28th. I Don't keep saying watch. That. Don't watch. Listen. Um, but yeah, see you guys whenever. I don't know, next week. Next year. We'll see you next year. <laughs> see you next year, guys. <laughs> see ya.